My Life Now is a half-hour podcast show which regularly features reviews of new releases and all-time classics of both traditionally published and self-published books. Tune in for special guest interviews and, of course, helpful tips to not only write your next book, but also to help market it. My Life Now is most often referred to as a great way for authors to get quality exposure and avid readers to discover their next read. Without further delay, here's another stimulating episode of My Life Now. Welcome back to another episode of My Life Now. Once again, my name is Dallas Montague and I am the host here of My Life Now podcast. And today we have another amazing guest, K.S. George. And she's here today to talk about her book, Haunted Houses. And she wrote this book during the COVID time. And I wrote a little piece about the book. I want you guys to hear this before we talk to Christina. But here we go. Are you looking for a spooky ghost story inspired by true events? Haunted Houses by K.S. George is that story. It's the kind of ghost story that haunts your past, your present, and your future. Written during the pandemic season, George takes you through a journey that you will never forget. And you can find this copy today of Haunted Houses on Amazon. And so, Christina, it's so great to have you here today. How are you? Hi, I'm, I'm doing well. And you? I'm doing pretty good today as well. Thank you. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into this book? Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from my work, uh, I'm from Chicago. Um, I am a preschool teacher, pre-K, to be exact. I'm on my lunch break. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that I'm able to be a part of this journey and that you're able to take time out of your work to be with our listeners today as well. And so just a little bit about your book. So um, just for our listeners to know, this book has themes of lore, ghosts, and hauntings, but it's really about you processing through trauma and healing. And you are, just for our listeners to know, a Mexican woman who, with, who has struggled with ADHD, dyslexia, and high-functioning autism. And so I'm really excited to hear about this book today. And so our first question today is, what led and inspired you to write the book Haunted Houses? What led me, and I'm going to be honest, what led me was my downward spiral with a very intense depression and manic state. And to be quite honest, what inspired me was I, this idea that I had nothing else to lose. Mm-hmm. Until the COVID shutdown, when my depression was at its worst, I found the inspiration to write it all down for the sake of my own meaning. It's both kind of an attempt to solve whatever issues I never had. I never had time to face and move forward to the person I wanted to be, which was a writer. A few years ago, a young reader sat down in a coffee shop and began, well, writing. R.R. Noel's poem took social media by storm. Using a typewriter, Noel writes a poem each day for her readers, supporters, and fellow writers. Since 2016, R.R. Noel's work has been featured in numerous publications, including the HuffPost, BuzzFeed, 5280 magazine and she's published in three full-length poetry collections to order her newest addition to the collection at war with stars a book through self-discovery and seeking unanswered questions visit rrnoall.com Junebug in July is a colorful children's picture book about a young Junebug named Dave who wakes up to find that it's July 1st and his family has disappeared. To find his family, he needs to figure out where do Junebugs go in July. It's short and sweet with cute, vibrant illustrations, a great book for young adults. 
Created by indie authors Dominic Guglielmo and Michael Schubert. Available now on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And so this is your first book. You're a self-published author. And so all of those things helped into the writing of this book. And would you say that you're in a place now of freedom and healing from those things? Yes and no. Um, healing, I, I've learned, from what I've learned from um, group therapy, is that healing is a constant evolution, you know? Um, those things never really go away, but you, it gets easier to tackle on, you know, and it's, sometimes they can be anthills and sometimes they can be mountains, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a daily battle, continuing to fight these things. Yes. And during the COVID season, you wrote this, like you were saying, and going through that therapy, and that's kind of what what led into the writing of this. And so can you give us just, I don't know, a few of those experiences in your life that play into the book without giving too much away of your own personal journey and things like that? Of course. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I was in a very dark place. I really had time to think about my own unhappiness and unresolved trauma. And uh, one day out of sheer, out of just sheer desperation, I guess you could say, uh, mm-hmm. I decided to write my own past traumatic memory. It would have been bothering me, you know, um, like, you know how when something happens to you and you think about it over and over again and um, you try not to think mm-hmm. about it, so I decided to just write it all down. And something that triggered me, um, and it was something that triggered me as if to, and I thought maybe if I wrote it down, it was almost as if to put it on paper, gave it less power. But I know something my therapist told me to do was, um, well, if something is upsetting you and it's bothering you, maybe if you wrote it down, it would have less power, you know, and it did, you know, when I released that, released that memory and put it on paper, uh, I felt better, but, you know, it ended up becoming a story. And so the whole book is in the theme of a poem or it's like bits and pieces that are a poem as the story is going on in the back end? Oh, so uh, originally when I wrote it down, um, it was supposed to be uh, a story. It was supposed to be like a, just kind of like a nonfiction story. Um, but I actually showed it to my fiance and um, he said that it he said that it wasn't quite there and that it kind of reminded him of a poem because of the excessive imagery and um, accidental rhyming, I guess you could say. And um, I did notice that I really do love using uh, kind of imagery and kind of kind of creating a song-like story. So it did sound more like a poem. So it was kind of a, like a happy accident, you know, and I decided to kind of uh, or- reorganize the lines, turn into the stanzas, and then um, switch a few things here and there and cut up the story so that it wasn't so long. And then it, and it turned into a poem. And just for our listeners out there who know a little bit about poems, what style were you writing this poem in? Every style. I really, I really wish I could could tell you which, but it was, it was, it's a, it's definitely free verse, you know. Um, I definitely don't like to follow too many rules, but I would have to say from, um, it was, it's a little bit of everything. Um, I got my inspiration from epic poems, but I wouldn't say it's an epic. It's definitely not, but. Um, it's a continuous story. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I have for that. I, I, I like to just do my own style, yeah. 
I have two comments with that. It's amazing how COVID really put a stop to everything, not just our work, not just our personal lives with our friends and all of that, our activities, but it really just made us sit down and think about everything. And of course, there's those people out there who didn't do that, who didn't use that time well. But I, I think it's really cool how you did use that time. And for our book lovers out there, you for five months, four months, you were writing down your dreams, writing down your nightmares in a book, and now it's released through poems. I mean, that's a really creative outlet to to work through your haunt, your past and your hauntings. And so I think this is going to be a really exciting book for our listeners to pick up. And what do you think your readers and our listeners today could gain through this book, Haunted Houses? Um, well, I think what they can gain from this book is some insight and also maybe find solace in dark times. You know, I wrote this for myself, but I wanted to publish this to also kind of help others, whatever they're going through, to feel less alone. You know, I was, um, you know, when I was a little girl, books were always a way for escape. And I wanted to create that for someone and maybe even help them, you know, find solace, you know, yeah. whatever trauma they're going through. Mm -hmm. Give something that they can relate to as well, huh? Yeah. And I hope that what the readers can take away from this is to maybe destigmatize uh, mental illness, especially in the Latin community, because my book is very heavily um, influenced by uh, Mexican culture, Mexican folklore. Um, but also, just, you know, it resonates with me because, like, you know, those are ghost stories that were told, but we usually don't talk about, you know, the real ghost stories, the really traumatic experiences, the family trauma, the, um, we, ha we, we tend to uh, not talk about it, but I think that, you know, those things should be talked about and therapy should be something that's an option for others. You know, I grew up in a very traditional home where we were not allowed to talk about our, you know, our depression or anxiety. That would never be a thing. They would just say, nothing's wrong with you, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like we're escaping into a, a created story rather than facing our own problems and our own story, right? Yeah, I can see that. I can understand that. And I can't have you here on the show with us today and not read one of your poems. Do you have a favorite poem in the book that you can really, that you could touch on right now just to inspire our audience to take a look at your book on Amazon? Uh, yes. So I can give you one and I can remember it off the top of my head, but um, as much as it hurts and as hard as it gets, you must take the knife from your own back. Wow. Wow. Take it right there. Take it. Hmm. It leaves me with wonder, you know, like, huh, yeah. what's next? What else does this book talk about? If you could just leave our audience today with an overall message, what would that be with your, your past, your book writing and moving into the future of releasing this book? Yeah. What would that message be? Um, swim against the waves. It was something someone wise once told me, and I've taken that statement with me everywhere I go. And I suggest that everyone, you know, take it with that with them, you know, and yeah. And do you have any plans of future books to release? Or is this the, the one and only, or do you have some other things yeah. creating in the back of your mind? Yeah. I have, I have some ideas. Uh, creating in the back of my mind, I guess. Um, I'm not going to say that um, 
I'm not going to say that I'm not writing, but I'm going to say that I'm thinking about writing. So I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. But I might <laughs> be working on something. I don't know. Right. We'll see. All right. Well, guys, stay tuned because she might release some more books here. And again, this link for the book Haunted Houses is below. You guys can check out that link in the description. Find this book on Amazon. How much are you selling the book for? It's for $9.99. Wonderful. All right, guys. There you go. Christiana, thank you again for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Great. Well, guys, you heard it here. Thank you for joining us again on another podcast of My Life Now. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening and supporting another episode of My Life Now. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast show and share it with a friend. Together, we can keep the message of these books alive. Until we turn the next page together, stay classy.